0: Thank you for tuning in. This is Allison Capra and this is How Not to Be a Mental Cow Podcast. I've got my radio voice on now. We're ready to do this. I am here with Belinda Clear. She is the owner and founder of Rural Mercantile in Missouri, just outside of uh Kansas City. And I was super excited to get to, to meet her in person this year. We were at Bed Expo together last year, but I didn't even meet you, I don't think. So this year we got to meet and hang out a little bit and talk. She's a veteran business owner and she has quite a story of how she got to where she's at and then what she does now to me. It's so intriguing. You know me because I love finding women that are out there doing something, developing themselves and then building and growing things that they love and enjoy while also being parents and having families and things like that. It's what it's all about. So can you share just a little bit about how you got started and what you're doing?
1: Absolutely. So my business actually was, um, developed as just a thought. Um, I moved from Kansas city to a very small rural community and I was in that world of corporate HR. And so moving to a small town where there aren't corporations and I'm probably not going to find similar work. You know, I made the decision to stay home with my kids. Um, and at the time support my husband, uh, and I was struggling. Like I, 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 I have a soft spot for stay-at-home moms because I had such a hard time feeling like I was fulfilled being at home. I felt like um, a lot of the things that I achieved in a work setting um, were lost and I craved that, um, that structure and that rewarding experience from feeling like part of the team and so i just started um doing small things in my community um, i actually led with painting parties just to meet local women and introduce myself and one day a few of them were like you know this this design we're painting that you're showing us like i would totally wear that on a t-shirt if you had it and i was like well i actually went to school uh for graphic design so i could totally screen that for you and so i did that and then they're like well what else could you do and i'd do more and then it just kind of snowballed and went from there um, and within six months, I was trying to decide, maybe this hobby really needs to be something that I take um, full time and do as a business. Um, and over the course, um, so this was in 2015, I incorporated my business in 2016. And um, since then, it's, it's grown, it's changed. And um, a lot of that has to do with um, personal influences. During that time, I made the decision to leave home. It was a very difficult time and um, it was not a healthy space for me or my kids. And I made that decision. And with that, I had to decide, can I keep this business going and become a single mom of two boys and be out on her own? Is it enough to pay for me to eat um, and take care of the things that they need? And um, I tuned into a lot of smart people that um, talk about financial decisions and everything else. And luckily, I was able to find um, Profit First, which really teaches entrepreneurs how to manage their money effectively um, in a way that they can easily see and recognize. For those of you and me, let that hate accounting, <laughs> um, it was really a godsend. And so I was able to manage my money smartly and slowly grow it debt-free Um, to where it is now. And I have a a two-bedroom apartment that I um, remodeled above my first storefront that I opened in December of this past year. In the cutest little Amish town, we have the coffee bar and boutique downstairs and my apartment is upstairs. Um, So it's just a great thing that has really grown over the years and I'm really happy where it is.
0: That is so awesome. And you know, the thing is, I think the thing that I I like about that the most, I mean, because here's the thing. It, we're not saying like if you you are a stay at home mom that like you need to figure it out because that's not good enough. Or we're not saying that if you don't want to be a stay at home mom that that that's not okay. Like the the bottom line is you have to choose what's best for you. And I have friends exactly. that are full time stay at home moms and they've created like color charts and they have like oh was the, amazing.
1: <laughs> it <it's> amazing absolutely <laughs> amazing. But that that was not me. I couldn't do it and that's why I love my friends that do it. I'm just like I'm so proud of you because yeah. It it's um definitely a commitment a lot of work
0: yeah so but to me because I you know I raised my stepsons and I kind of like tried to figure out how to kind of do both so I was like okay I'm gonna raise these boys I'm gonna do this thing but I gotta stay doing something that I enjoy I feel mm-hmm. like I'll we'll pull my hair out and so I think like you know there's obviously seasons for everybody and I'm sure people aren't like you know we're not saying like you know, you should have it all figured out and you got to jump into it right when your kids are babies or something like that. But I can guarantee you, like when I was just probably getting started with some of my business stuff, I remember like waiting till everybody was in bed and instead of watching Netflix for two hours and drinking wine on Pinterest, whatever, I would get on there and try to figure out like tutorials to edit photos better or how I could like grow my skill set at home in bed before I fell asleep. Like what could I do to get my photography and my, you know, marketing skills tuned in? So it's like learning to use your time most effectively. How did you kind of like decide where to spend it and how did you develop that?
1: I plugged it in wherever I could. (laughs) Um, you know, as soon as my youngest hit school age, um, mama from seven to three was just putting in as much work as she could and just like you as soon as the kids are bed everything's cleaned up i'm sitting down with my laptop managing orders or going over my creatives and getting everything streamlined um it it was definitely a situation where too much work and not enough time, and so I was having to prioritize and decide what was most important, what did I need to do right then and there. Usually, um, you know, I was it was me um, before I added anybody else, so order fulfillments um, became first, my customers were always first. Um, but then after a while, you know, the creative kind of got left behind because I was just filling, so there wasn't, for a while it felt stagnant, I wasn't getting any growth, or um anything new because i was always doing it myself and so i actually um hired on some local girls um there were other local moms there were other um there were some college girls and that i knew their parents and they helped out and then it just once i was able to lean in on others to get that help i was really able to propel it forward that's so awesome
0: Okay, so let me ask you this because I was, like, stalking your profile. So I love your um, your Instagram. It's clear as a bell. I think it's mm-hmm. so great because your last name is clear. Um, but I was kind of stalking your Instagram and I saw some of your transformation photos. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was freaking amazing because it's like such a short amount of time even to do that. And I know this is something because obviously we're women, we deal with this stuff all the time. And I like go through this. I go through cycles in my life where like I I probably go through about a 20 pound difference every couple years. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like in between two sizes all the time. And I mean, most women, I feel like you are. And it's like something you as you're, you know, as you get older, every, every probably five or six years, I've changed, like, my weight has changed dramatically. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm wondering for women out there, like, after they've had kids or whatever, and they're like, what gave you the, I mean, what gave you the energy to take your life back or the motivation to take your life back as far as, like, getting your size and physique the way that you wanted it, and then Mm -hmm. how after being in that place, Were you like, just did you always just go, I'm going to put myself out there because your Instagram is so cool. I really love it. It's like so original because it's not like this like painted Pinterest catalog. It's very you, but it's like you can tell through everything that like you are comfortable in your skin and it takes women so much time to be able to put themselves out there, like much less in the world on Instagram. On, on a business page, because you told me before, y- your account grew much before your business page was. Mm-hmm. How did you get the energy, courage, motivation to do all that?
1: Well, my I would say that my health and wellness journey, um, I think it's unique to me. But honestly, I, there are probably a lot of women that need to hear this. Um, I was in a very volatile situation at home where I um, felt... Mentally and mentally and sometimes physically beat down a lot um, In my marriage and with that stress of everything going on um, I started to gain and gain and Then I noticed rapid gain. Um, it was probably 80 pounds over the course of Seven to eight months and that just didn't seem normal. I mean, yeah stress eating, but something seemed off um, so I went into the doctor and um, all of a sudden, they're like, "Well, you're you have this elevated heart rate. is at 140 beats per minute. This is this is absolutely insane." And you're just sitting here resting. How about you take a few minutes, and we'll check it again. And it raised some cause for alarm. And needless to say, um, a couple months later, after testing, I was diagnosed with several autoimmune disorders: um, Graves' disease for one, Hashimoto's, um, PCOS uh later celiac disease um all of these things that just came out of nowhere and i immediately went on a very strict fitness and diet routine um with a personal trainer i saw her all week i was lucky enough to work at a corporation that had a gym a floor down from my office and i could leave at any time of day just to work out a lot of people don't have that but i was still gaining and there was no explanation for it and so um, at my biggest point, at about 250 pounds, I was scared. Uh, I went and talked to a geneticist um, about the issues I was having, and he point blank told me, Belinda, with the conditions that you have, you will be lucky to, to maintain. You are going to continue to gain, unfortunately. You, there's um, there's a couple things we can do. We can put you on medications. We can do all these things, but these are lifetime, like long-term things that you have to do and he actually made the recommendation that i jump the band early and um, have gastric bypass because of a lot of the problems that i was having um, had to do with how my pancreas was absorbing different nutrients and and I was like, man, you know, I am not that person. We've all seen 600-pound life and see, like, people's attitudes and perceptions surrounding weight loss surgery and everything. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. I can do it all, man. And they're like, well, you can't. Your body's working against you. Um, so you can do this, and it will help change those things, and then you can get back on track. And so I did it, but at the time I felt shamed about it. Like, I feel like there's so much of a stigma around having it done. Um, but let me tell you, I'm glad I did. I'm four years post-op. You really have year one to get yourself back on control um, and use that tool. And then after that, really, you're on your own. Like, that's why you see so many people gain it right back. Um, my physician likes to use me as their success story because I kept it going. But I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I had the mindset to have healthy habits for fitness and food in place. Um, and so that continued after Um, so did I have help initially with that? Yeah. Um, but the biggest motivation was that, um, I did not like seeing who I saw. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I, I saw a woman that like let people walk all over her or, um, you know, just didn't, I didn't feel professional. I was felt huge. And like, I'm like, who's this person? This is not me. And so once I started losing weight, it was really hard to see myself in the mirror too. And it wasn't until, one day, um, I I had models do things for me initially in my business. I didn't want to be in front of a camera. And the girl that was taking pictures was like, well, why don't you do some of these pictures? I'm like, no, nobody wants to see me. They want to see you guys. And they're like, no, you should get in front of the camera. So here are all these beautiful, young, young. 20-somethings. <laughs> like, no, but do you get in front of the camera? And so I did that one shoot, and I noticed – I can't tell you the number of sales that I had on the products that had me in front of the camera versus them because, um, turns out a lot of the people that are shopping with me are just like me, they're moms, you know, they don't want to see, okay, yeah, it's going to look great on Miss 20 something year old because, you know, she hasn't hit that point of her life um yet to worry about body images well obviously they do but you know what i mean as a mom but it it's just one of those things that they liked seeing me because i felt real to them and so i kept doing it um but as i kept doing things for my own company local um, photographers and brands were taking notice of it and i started getting asked to go do photo shoots for other people and that modeling became a side hobby for me um If it was a small business, I'd just help them out and do it for fun. Um, If it was a larger company, we'd enter into a contract. Um, And that's what grew my personal Instagram was um, modeling for all these larger companies. And then I got the great idea, like how can I – get that attention and movement towards my business whose little baby instagram account is sitting over here that we probably could do something with and so that's how i kind of took my image and propelled it forward to help grow my company too Mm -hmm. that is so freaking cool and you know what this is something i you know
0: since i've i'm in the marketing space that's pretty much all i do all the time we have six businesses and all i do is like the marketing and creating content like, I've I've seen over the years so many changes in the game and so many changes in, like, the way that, you know, algorithms work and watching the paper click switch and just seeing everything switch. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, like, in the, the original, like, first, like, group of people that were learning about SEO and we were trying to build, you know, hyperlinks into every comment we left on everybody's blog mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere across the world. And, like, so seeing everything switch so much and it changes every six months, I feel like the one thing that like I can't get past, I feel like it's just so cool. And it's why I love what I do is really creating a story brand. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you, you've really done that even just in your imagery, because it's like, if you get on the, the, your own Instagram, but then if you get on the business Instagram, it's got so much life behind it. It doesn't look like a stage shot. None of it. Mm -hmm. It's just got so much story to be told behind each image. Mm -hmm. And so, explain a little bit if you would like because i i don't totally know exactly what your store is like what kind of things you offer in there and stuff like that how did you kind of create your story brand Mm -hmm. for your business and what that means for you
1: so the rural mercantile came about um and was it was nicknamed rural initially um and that's what everybody back home calls it um it's based off of that small country lifestyle, but not just that, it's it's, it's not just the clothes, it's, it's the way of life, you know, it, it's it, you need to be comfortable when you're moving around. You might go from um, one minute going to a PTA meeting to then um, heading out on the farm to do chores and you might not be changing or maybe you're going to go to a barbecue with a friend's house and you don't want to be too dressed up when you're leaving work and be uncomfortable sitting out in someone's backyard, um, on some patio furniture. And so everything that I carry is very comfortable. Um, most of what I have is women's wear because that's where I started. I've since incorporated men's, um, men's fashions and, um, so t-shirts, comfy flannels. And when I opened the storefront, um, I started finding, um, other small businesses, and artisans that were maybe in a place where I was starting out. And I wanted to offer a space for them to be able to grow their products as well, um, but fit within the scope of that rural lifestyle. So as you walk around the shop, you might see um, like handcrafted decor or, We even have like amazing candles that are made with 100% um, locally sourced soy from different farmers and um, so just all sorts of unique little products that um, really hit home to me because they're also from small businesses starting out and um, as far as the photo content, what what a lot of people don't realize is like, I just don't pick anywhere to go shoot. I pick um, places that mean something to me or that I've been, that have resonated with me. I've gone as far as, you know, going out in the mountains um, in Denver because I really enjoyed it out there when we did our fall f- shoot last year. Um, there's a local state park called um, Camp Crowder, or not Camp Crowder. There is a Camp Crowder, Missouri, but um, Crowder State Park in North Missouri, and um, we do a lot of shoots out there as well. Um, even a lot of our t-shirts have personal meaning to them. Um, one of our best sellers that has just gone viral on everything is it just says love thy farmer and it's got a like a, um, a silhouette of a farm in the background and that's actually my friend's farm. Um, not just some random barn. And so when I tell people different stories about this shirt and that they actually, I mean, like, I would have never realized this. That is really cool. And so um, my community really is injected in almost everything that my company is. It's, it's not just a country brand. It is literally our local lifestyle.
0: And you know what? That's exactly like kind of what we were talking about yesterday. That, that's the difference between ordering something off of Amazon from China and then finding like significant pieces in your store that you have like, you know, only so many of and they look really great and they, they have like so much meaning and everything behind them. I love that. Well, I really appreciate you talking to me today. Mm-hmm. And if you would, can you give everybody where they can find you, where they can find their, your store, both Instagrams, all that, and um, just let them know how they can connect, shop, all that.
1: Absolutely. So, um, the most direct way is ruralmercantile.com. That is our website. We do ship internationally. Um, so it is available for everyone to enjoy. You definitely don't have to be from the Midwest, but we'll love you, um, for supporting our products and shipping that way. Also, um, we do have a social media presence on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can search at ruralmercantile on either one of those, or you can follow me as well at clear as a bell with one l um on instagram as well and for those of you that really enjoy that sense of community we have a really cool facebook group that um we do a lot of our promotions and giveaways on for our um um, our dedicated customer base and you can find that at shop Rural on facebook
0: that is great and just so everybody knows as well we were here at vet expo this weekend and we got a great panel um of her and a couple other business o- veteran business owners and so i'm going to try to if i can if the videos are done in time and link that video as well so people can hear really you share a little bit more about like the actual business tips and things like that um if not it will be on the project and gallant East site and it's just a matter of a Um, But thank you for tuning in, and I hope if you have any questions, you can shoot them um, to her directly or message me and just let me know and get you guys connected. Have a good one.